Welcome to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast where we're going to be exploring above and below the surface. We'll take in a deep dive into the world of fishing, diving, and surfing. Every week, we're going to sit down with experts to learn more about them and get their freshest, hottest takes on all things salty. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. I'm your host, Kieran Anderson, and today we have Justin and Stacey Baker on with us. What's up, guys? How's it going? Hey! Good. We're good over here in Florida. Florida this morning, Stacy kind of didn't wake up, but no worries. No way. Did you sleep in? It was a little too early. I did. I woke her up. She just said no go. She just didn't want to froth out. No. <laughs> you guys kind of just got to run a swell. Yeah, we did. We had waves for a while. You've been surfing every day, pretty much. Yeah. When you're not working. Pretty, pretty standard. We did. You're right. Uh, we had that hurricane. So the hurricane would kind of happen... Uh, it, it turned our wind really good. Typically, we'll have a hurricane kind of blow through. You know, you get maybe half a day and it's flat. But we had a swell maker that was north of us. So the hurricane kind of went through. Thankfully, not that bad kind of hurricane, you know, status of one, category one. We didn't even put the shutters on our house. Ooh. But, um, you know, it kind of just came through. Um, I worked the whole thing. And then the next day I got off, just surf all day. For like three days, four days, we had it was swell. big. Yeah, it was heavy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stacey, Stacey had one night. One night, she's like, "I've never seen you take that long to get out like, <laughs> in a long time." I was just sort of just sitting there getting hammered, you know, like you know, one of those like ten minute paddle outs. You're like, "Am I going to turn around and just like take a break and admit defeat here for a minute?" Like, I was, I was there in my head. Especially when it's short period like that, waves are just coming at you one after another. But then thankfully I saw one of my buddies. Oh, sorry. I I caught one of my buddies. He's a paddle monster too. And I look, he's just about to come out. And I'm like, I felt like so just defeated, you know, but I finally made it out. And then I watch him and it took him the same amount of time. So I'm like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Wasn't so bad. I know it's kind of brutal, but it's always fun. Like once you make it out, you're just like so overwhelmed with joy. You're like, thank God. (laughs) I know like Ocean Beach, San Francisco, it gets so big and so long period there. And it's just so powerful. It takes like an hour to paddle out sometimes. I don't even make it out first try usually. Like you're just trying to find the rip (laughs) current to like find your way out and you're riding like a 9-0. It's so gnarly. But um, what other kind of goodness have you guys been getting up to? I mean, didn't you guys just go to the Keys and go Wahoo fishing? So I've been really busy with nursing school, so the trips have been few and far between, but it was right around this time. We went for my birthday, and that's all I wanted to do was shoot a Wahoo, and Justin made it happen. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's not, no, let's not put all that credit on me. We got a really great friend um, who is a charter captain down there. Uh, I'm going to kind of give him a little shout out. Aaron Young with Dibs on Bottom Adventures out of Key West. Um, dude, we'll put you on the fish. You want to shoot a Wahoo? That dude's on it. And there's a couple other guys that are on it too, but you know, Aaron's super, super good friend. You know, he's super cool. Um, just good guy, you know, but I restrained from, uh, I told myself, well, I didn't tell myself, like I said, it was Stacy's birthday and, uh, we decided, or she decided like, I want to shoot a Wahoo. I'm like, great. I'm not going to pull the trigger until you land a Wahoo. <laughs> not the easiest fish in the world to shoot no, <laughs> no it's, so it's very deceiving <laughs> i was like oh he's right there and i shot for and i was just like nope he's yeah. not right there he's a lot farther than i thought <laughs> yeah you sound like you've done it before too so you know i've went and i've never shot a wahoo i went to cabo for the ultimate waterman challenge one year and we were like 
flashing them. They were coming by us and stuff. And I like tried to shoot one and I just missed every time. I also had some beers in me, so that didn't really help. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I think too, you know, it's like a real, you know, blue water pelagic fish. Like from what I've been told, they really like that super clear water. Yeah. It's got to be really clear. Um, And I feel like there's that depth perception issue, you know, where you'll see them and you're like, oh yeah, I'm close enough. You pull the trigger and you're like, Oh, okay. Didn't you? <laughs> Not yeah. <even> close. <laughs> and they're so far away. Yeah. yeah we got I, uh, super lucky on that one. Yeah. I, uh, I, I went spearfishing for bluefin like two years ago and I was down and I had like the smallest gun ever. Like it was like a two band gun because I was just frothing <laughs> out too hard. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to just jump in. And then I shot one and the thing just bounced off of it. Like it hit it, but it just bounced off. It didn't even go just through. Didn't penetrate. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny i was like I said, oh dude this thing's so close but yeah it's just the depth perception and like everything looks way closer than it is yes 100 percent agree yeah but fortunately every drift we saw wahoo and then it was just that one drift there was a school of them and thankfully justin was near me so i shot at one missed it and then he gave me his gun and was like go <laughs> yeah we we had a co- we had a bunch of drifts of just like, you know, one or two fish would come in, she'd get an opportunity, same thing, like kind of far away, miss. I mean, obviously still too, like, you know, not like your typical like snapper fish that you aim for or something or, you know, like a fatter yeah, fish super or like a, a bottom small. fish that might just like kind of like yeah. look and chill. They're always moving and they're like a, a very more narrow, smaller target. So, you know, we had a couple of misses and it was like, oh, you know, almost, almost so close, you know, and you shoot at one and then they kind of like look at you and they're like, ha! and then they just take off, you know, you don't have time for another one or another shot typically. And, you know, that, that second school, like, uh, well, it wasn't really a second school. I think it was like second and third, fourth drift. You know, there was a couple where we didn't see him, a couple where we saw a bunch of them that they're out of range. You know, the other couple that was with us, uh, they kind of got a couple shots, you know, maybe the fish would end up on their side of the drift or, you know, on the other, you know, other times we would get a shot on our side. And we had a couple like, you know, really good, you know, opportunities that just didn't make, you know, and then finally um, there was that last one where we just came in and like, it's one of those, it's such like a mystical fish. Like, I feel like, you know, you're sitting there and you're like, oh, we're just drifting in the blue again. Yeah, you know, here we are. Just do do Just kind of be bopping down the, the reef, you know, dr- drifting. And then all of a sudden you're like, you kind of look this way and I still don't see anything. You turn up. Oh my God, there's 50, you know, like, like, or not 50. Yeah. They're so that's weird. Overdoing they come out it, of the just most appear. random spots. Yeah. <laughs> they really. totally appear like magicians. I feel like they're so fast too. Like, they just come by you and they're just gone. A hundred percent. And this, you know, this one, it was kind of one of those situations. It was like, you know, I kind of look this way. We're looking this way. I look over here and I like give her the, oh my God, go, like go, you know, and she goes. Um, and it was kind of one of those awesome scenarios the way I remember it. She swam towards the, the school, you know, and gets a shot and just shoots like a little high, you know, just kind of right over where it kind of, the the shooting line laid over his back and it kind of like irritated him but interested him at the same time no way so he does like the flip you know like the one does the flip like what are you doing you know and what is that flashy thing that's now you know kind of sinking <sighs> below is the shaft you know and i'm like oh my 
gosh. And then I just like, I grabbed her. She was like, oh, so upset. And I just grabbed <laughs> the one gun, shoved her the other one, like here, do that. Like, it's right there, like do it. And then she swims after the other one. And I'm just like, you know, just frothing with anticipation. Like, please, 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 <laughs> you know? And mine was like, we had her set up on a float line, like proper, you know, just like let the fish do its own thing. And I was just carrying a real gun. So, hey, you know, maybe I can help her get a second shot, secure like a crappy one or a crappy shot or something like that. And I handed her the real gun, not the most ideal, you know, setup. you know, can be done for sure. And she sticks this thing and I'm like, well, let's see how this goes. You know, and it was, was just like, like there's so starts. much line going out. Like, what do I do? First of all, whoever on a real gun. Yeah, it's just peel and drag off. She's looking at me like, what do I do? And I'm like, use a handbrake. Like, <laughs> slow him down a little bit. Like, but don't dead stop him or it'll rip out. And she's like, ah. And then, like, a shark was coming. I was like, I can't even see the fish anymore. I don't even know what's going on. Like, what? That sounds so sketchy. It was. So, so. fun, though. So yeah. fun. Oh, it's the best thing ever. I Honestly, the reels are so fun. Have you Have you seen, like, the breakaways and everything that, like, all the boys do for big tuna and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, for I sure. I want to do That's that. That's how we so had her set up. That's how oh, we had shit. her set up, like with a float line breakaway. You know, so it's kind of easy. You just kind of you know follow the float line and the bungee, and the fish kind of tires itself out once it's tired. And then you start kind of just hand lining it in, you know, or you use that uh, like the rig, the the handbrake rig, you know, with the branch clip or whatever, and that works really good too. But <laughs> the real gun. That was your first Wahoo, Stacy. <laughs> That sure was. Yeah. I'll Dang, never you've forget it. You've got me beat on the water spirit. <laughs> the whole so trip gnarly. was hol- hilarious because we're we got to the boat. The weather was real crap. Um, it was supposed to be picking up um, as we were out there, but we got to the boat. We're like, "Oh, where's the the food?" And we're like, "Oh, we left it in the car." And we're like, "Nope, we left it in the hotel." So we had no food. Yes, um, and then awesome. we're like getting everything ready we're like where's the cameras oh we got no cameras love that at the hotel too (laughs) so pretty much we were not prepared and i didn't get anything on video but that's how things work when you shoot a really cool fish like never oh absolutely yeah it's always (laughs) when you aren't filming you get the best surf for the best fish like the best dives speaking of diving how gnarly is the diving in the keys epic it's one of my favorites for sure between the bahamas and the keys those are like my top two for sure i would just say consistently good you know it's very consistent down there mm-hmm. like where we're at we're kind of like at the mercy of the weather a lot more which we deal with weather you know quite a lot more and it just gets dirty and you know it's not not a go scenario we had a good summer though yeah we did. we did a lot of beach diving over the summer and it was pretty clear like i would say top to bottom most of the times and yeah. we were just seeing grouper and mutton and yeah. that was fun i like i'm a i prefer beach diving <laughs> instead the of the wreck diving <laughs> so i was all for it i'm like yes <laughs> the wrecks and the reefs you know typically when we go offshore it's like 50 to 60 you know 80 Murky. maybe 90 foot diving and you know to me it's like you're working for that <laughs> it's hard <laughs> i'd rather go on the beach i'm not really 25 foot or less yeah <laughs> you find plenty of fish in there <laughs> i like the dives of like i like like lobster diving when it's like five six foot and you're just oh. like doing shallow shallow yes. and you're just like yeah this is sick we just did but that it's always the day after you like had beers or something you're like oh i'm so over <laughs> this right now i hope it's only three foot deep 
<laughs> yeah, we were there for the first, was it the first week of opening season of Lobster? We went yes. to Marathon, mm -hmm. and that was a lot of fun. It was like five feet. You stand up, and you're like, yeah. I found a hole over here. <laughs> Dove with my brother and sister-in-law, like a little family trip. All day diving. Sick, yeah. So shallow, like, you know, sometimes you're like bellies rubbing on the sandbars. You're like getting over to the next little gully to look for them things they're just all over down there too that time of year especially that was a ton how of good is the wahoo fishing in the keys Ooh, it's, time of year this is the time, time i'm starting year. to see yeah. it happening already i'm like oh i want to go back so time of year absolutely on point epic like their migration kind of goes around the corner there like from key west and you know kind of all the way up you know through the gulf stream and this time of year like that, you know, it, it typically happens, you know, around now, November, December, January, sometimes they'll stretch into February. I mean, everybody can argue different places, but, um, you know, typically that like three month window that gets really good. And, uh, you know, the outside times of that, like you might luck into them, but this time of year is when, you know, they get kind of thick and it's really good. Dude, I want to go. That sounds epic. Let's, let's make it happen. Winter time. I need winter to get time. over to Florida soon. Yeah. Winter time for sure. How long were you guys there when you went? Oh, well. The Wahoo trip, I think we were down there for two or three days. Like just kind of quick, you know. But then quick. we met with the Salt Life crew in Almorada and mm -hmm. we did that. Yeah. You guys just post up in like an Airbnb or a sick little hotel? Like, do you just make a little vacation out of it? A staycation? That time, I think we, we a hit time. a hotel that time. Sometimes stay with friends, um, you know, sometimes Airbnb, just whatever, you know, kind of, we're kind of more the the style of like fly by the seat of your pants, just, ah, you know, let's go. How can we make it happen? I'll figure it That's out. That's how I am. That's mm -hmm. the best way to live. Yes, <laughs> for sure. There's so much to do in the Keys too, which is sick. Like I went to that um, on Marathon Key, the the water park thing or whatever, the, the oh, yeah, like, yeah. wakeboard and and stuff dude it's so fun isn't it that called like There's... other side or something is... oh, i've seen no it idea. i've always wanted to try it <laughs> so but it looked so cool <laughs> it was so funny i was like trying 360s and backflips and stuff and i just was eating crap it was awesome yeah they got like the huge inflatable like obstacle course or whatever too out there yeah i know what you're talking about i can't think of the name of it, it looks fun though yeah it's pretty epic <laughs> you guys go to the keys a lot i would say so definitely like like probably at least once maybe twice a year um Sometimes. just kind of depending lately because stacy just you know she's finishing now but she's been in nursing school for like two years so it's pretty intense kind of slowed us down um, on the travel a little bit but we're just about to take off again here she finishes uh what a week december 8th is mine yeah so ceremony. two weeks and she's done yeah congrats Thank you. I'm like, let's celebrate. Awesome. Let's go to Puerto Rico. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to do. Oh, what? There's sick waves there too, huh? Yes. We, yes. We sure. try and make that like a once a year trip. Puerto Rico is one of our favorite spots. Yeah. It's only what a two and a half hour so flight. Yeah. And it's like you said too. It's like it's pretty much like waves no matter what. Um, this time of year, like they can get those big north swells. So you know, a lot of those big bigger wave spots will light up too. But um, even when it's small, like, you know, typically like, you know, a frother from Florida, um, they'll be like, oh, it's flat. You know, we'll go over on the, the windward side and just 
what? Definitely not flat. <laughs> Super fun over here, you know? Um, so the, there's always like waves. You know, we kind of typically stay in that, uh, that Aguadilla area. We fly into Aguadilla and um, it's kind of our jam. Have you been to Puerto Rico a couple times? Numerous times, yeah. One of our favorite, favorite places. Give me the rundown, dude. So you fly in and then where do you stay? Talk to me about the waves and everything because I've never been there and I really want to go. Lucky for us, they have an airport in Aguadilla and that's exactly where we stay. And our we usually find Airbnbs and it's like five or 10 minutes away from the airport, which is perfect. I'm because, looking this up right now, by the way. Oh, yes. Because it's you're right in between the best breaks. Like you can go to Hobos or was it Middles? And that then... side of the island, yeah. And Isabella, you know, you have like your uh, your real standards where like there's a lot of the contests, you know, they'll hold at Middles or Hobos, you know, kind of that area. That's kind of more of the a lot of more times like the trade wind, windward side when there's no waves. When you start to get swell, then you can hit like Surfer's Beach or Wilderness. Um, when those spots are super giant then you know inside the bay starts to light up a little bit more and you can get down towards like wishing well or um uh, i'm sure you heard of gas chambers when it when it's like really big like if wilderness is like scary big like you know like ride an 80 or 90 you know like just chase rhinos then gas chambers could be on like you know just super gnarly barrel session probably going to battle a lot of bodyboarders and uh it's going to be super fun but um and then also you know on those kind of swells too you can get down towards rincon where that's where like indicators maria's dogmans or trace palmas um sure you heard of that one too another that's when it's really big you know really really big that place will hold giant surf is it pretty easy to fly in and out of there it is for sure i think it was two years ago we went during COVID times, they actually shut down the Agudia airport. So we were like, let's just go. We'll fly into San Juan and just drive. I don't think I'll do that again. <laughs> that was How such long a was long drive. Like, was it three I hours? I want to say two it's or... like, t depending on traffic. So it definitely depends on when you fly in. A lot of the flights in Agudia are red eyes. So you're showing up in the middle of the night or like super, super, super early in the morning. Um, just kind of depends, you know uh i kind of live that no sleep lifestyle so <laughs> or just like weird sleep when you can lifestyle you know with work and all that so um it's not so bad you know we don't mind it uh but when you find aguadilla it just makes it a lot easier yeah it's it's, it's like nice to not drive. land and just it's yeah not especially the best. because you have to pass aguadilla and we went even further to rincon mm -hmm. and i was like man <laughs> i don't want to be stuck in a car if you add that up that was that's yeah, a long time in the car for sure. Is it inexpensive there? I feel like Rincon was pretty uh, more or less. Yeah, expensive. when you get into Rincon, it's a little more touristy. So you know? the prices were the same like you would find here. Yeah, in the Aguadilla area, it's um you know you can find like a little bit less. yeah a little bit less. It's not not terribly expensive. Rincon's definitely a little more um, touristy. What about you know, flights and everything? The surf flight cheap. Oh, so. I actually, when I went to go look for flights, we usually fly in and out from Fort Lauderdale because that's where I've always like, and whenever we go to Puerto Rico, that's our spot. So I didn't even think to look at Orlando, but I booked them with Fort Lauderdale. It was like $200 round trip. 
And then I looked at Orlando and it was only a hundred dollars round trip. So I canceled the other one and I was like, we're flying out of Orlando <laughs> and it comes oh in my. at a better time, yeah. but a hundred bucks round trip. Yeah. That's dirt cheap. Oh yeah. And if you're like a member. What airline is it? Uh, Spirit flies down there quite a bit. <laughs> Ooh, it is yeah, Spirit, it's but Spirit. <laughs> oh, God. it's hard to find. I heard they charge you for breathing air. Oh they my do. gosh. They do. Air, it's a true story. Yep. And you seatbelts too. Yep. <laughs> so the flight is a hundred bucks, but then you add on all the other stuff and that'll yeah. come. Yeah. hundred bucks for <laughs> Are you bringing bag. boards with you or are you going to rent a board there? Usually bring them. Oh God. You You're you done, dude. <laughs> it's another hundred just for your boards. <laughs> so it's like, oh, oh more than that, dude. Well, it's a hundred for two yeah, boards in a bag. Yeah. But then, you know, me, I, I got, is like, it actually, I've got the smuggler. So I try to get that extra board in there and hopefully oh they don't open it. And like, you're not then gonna, they open it and you're like, well, there's another hundred bucks. You're not going to do that again, are you? I just did that in Indo. So I have a, I have this pro light bag that holds like six boards. Yeah. And they're like, how many boards do you have? And I was like, ah, oh, just two. Just two <laughs> <boards>. <laughs> stack this high. Oh, totally dude. But they were like, okay, sounds good. So he, he got away with it the first time then we won again and this lady was like she was on it she was on it she's like no there's another board in here and she kept no matter which way she was opening she's like only seeing two but she's like where's the other one i know there's one it was going on I for like five it. minutes i was like oh my gosh it's just to just give it up <laughs> but she eventually figured it out and she charged us an extra hundred dollars <laughs> all right you got me <laughs> yeah yeah dude Puerto Rico looks insane. It looks nuts. Like the waves there look so fun. I want to go there. Really fun. A lot of good reef breaks, you know. Um, that's where Stacy kind of cut her teeth on the on the reef breaks, you know, the first time she went. Uh, well, actually, the first time or two, I think she wasn't really surfing, you know. I did. Um, kind of chilling on the beach a little bit more, but we did like some small, I did wilderness. small time, smaller. like spots at wilderness and then. The last trip we went right before she started nursing school, we uh, we went down towards uh, Rincon and caught this one spot called Antonio's. And it was like, you know, chunky, you know, kind of not really top to bottom, but it was definitely well overhead, you know, like two or three foot overhead. Biggest wave Stacy's ever paddled out in. And she was kind of sketched out a little bit, but just <laughs> sent it, you know, and I like, caught a couple really big you know, for her big waves. And, uh, you know, once we got home, it was just like everything changed. Like there was no surf here in Florida that was too big for her. It was just over like, oh, there's no reef down there. Let's go. It's on. Yeah. And I was, I used to Are be Are there timid some pretty too. friendly waves there? Um, there definitely is. Yeah, for sure. And, and depending on how big the swell is, you know, or what direction the swell is coming from, it's like, you know, if you want to get something that's a little easier you know, maybe if it's giant in a wilderness, Rincon's going to be like a little softer, kind of just more lined up, you know, kind of longboardish, you know, or fun shape, whatever, or whatever you want to ride, really. Or, you know, if it's giant, giant, sometimes it's just, you know, lit up everywhere. But you can always just kind of keep going around the corner until you find something that's more your size. Yeah. I think I liked Maria's. Yeah, there's like big wave spots there, right? Big oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Wilderness and Trace Palmas will, it'll get you as big as you want to go <laughs> it'll, it'll make your heart pump in your throat <laughs> on the right swells for sure <laughs> i want to go surf there i want to go get barreled well we'll be there in december so <laughs> yeah. 
Rad, well, you guys, thank you so much for coming on. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Good catching up. You guys are getting me frothed up to go to Puerto Rico and go wahoo fishing and stuff. It's sick. Epic. Let's do it. You can teach me speed floaters. <laughs> oh, God. I need, sp- I need to learn scary. speed floaters on like 20 footers. Like, holy crap. Well, dude, my filmer. So there's a really long story, but we're driving up for the swell. And he goes, if you guys get barreled, just try a turn on every wave. Except when I came out of that wave, I was going like 30 miles an hour. Mach 10. <laughs> Mach 10. So I saw the, the section and it was like pretty, it was like a decent sized wave behind me. And then that section was kind of smaller than what I came out of. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm going to just try a floater real quick. So then I tried a floater. And then when I was on the wave, I was like, oh my God, this is so gnarly. Like it was, and the thing just, like I like landed it and then I was holding on and the thing just freaking gargled me. It was so sketchy, but yeah, it was, I had to try it. He told me to try turns and everything. So. Yeah. Oh, is this it? For anybody who hasn't seen it, follow Kieran <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> I think this one's pinned. Watch this floater. Woo! Oh! <laughs> sick. So funny. So sick. When I was watching, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys, we'll catch you next time on Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. Thanks, Justin and Stacey, for coming on, and we'll talk to you soon. Hell yeah, thanks for having us. Can't wait to do it again. Later, guys. Bye. See ya. Thanks for listening in to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Real Salt Life. If you've enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast to help spread the word. And remember, stay salty.